Hello there. This segment is just a quick overview on eating habits for my health and weight loss clients. And so here we go. Let's just jump right into it. The first thing that I suggest you do is clear your house, go through the cabinets, clear out all of the junk food and everything that's not good for you. And so what's not good for you? You might ask, there's a lot of stuff out there and especially right now, there's a lot of stuff in the health food stores that claims to be health food that's really just reconstructed junk. So um, here are my rules for eating. First of all, take a look at it. Um, is it something when it comes to meat or protein, uh, do what's best for you. I truly believe that we all come from different backgrounds and heritages and our bodies need different things. And so some of us may feel like we need protein and I think that's totally fine. But take a look at the protein you're eating. Does it roam? Is it free range or is it kept in a cage all the time? How is it treated? Where are you buying it from? When are you eating it? My take on meat and protein is that we don't need nearly as much of it as we think we do and have been consuming as a society. So maybe cut it back if you can and look at more natural ways to get some protein in your diet. Uh, fruits and vegetables do have tons and tons of protein as well as lentils, which we'll use a lot of um, in the weeks to come. So does it roam? Second, can you eat it raw? Is it something that on its own, you could eat it raw? Maybe you wouldn't love the taste of it raw, but you could eat it raw and your body would digest it. Some things that are examples that um, are, there's a, a suggestion for not eating raw would be potatoes. Some people do eat raw potatoes, but it's really not pleasant. Potatoes are difficult for your body to digest and they are good in certain instances that where they give you long-term energy. And if you really are working super hard and you need a ton of energy, you're gonna run a marathon, you're gonna do something like that, eat some potatoes, that's great. If you're not running marathons or doing anything hardcore, then I recommend that you uh, cut out or cut way back on potatoes. Everything else, if you can eat it raw, then you can eat it cooked too. We're not suggesting that you have to eat everything in your life raw from here on forward. I am suggesting though that it should be something that you could eat raw if you needed to. Is it real? Uh, what does that mean? Is it real? We have so many things in the grocery store today that look real that kind of aren't real. Um, so read the ingredients. Can you reconstruct it? I know there's a lot of like fake meat and tofu based products and tempeh and things out there that are like that. Uh, just turn the package around and read it. Those sausages and things like that, they, yeah, they're super easy and they taste delicious, but they actually have a lot of salt and a lot of crap. And I don't know, could you make it at home? If you can make it at home, then you can buy it at the store too. That's all right. Just make sure that it's something that you can make at home. Uh, Second, can you read all of the ingredients? Can you actually pronounce every single ingredient? And if you can pronounce every single ingredient, are you intelligent enough to know what that ingredient is actually um, in reality? And so if the answer to both of those is yes, and you still want to go ahead and eat it, then that's fine, go ahead and eat it. But if the answer to that is no, you can't pronounce it, or even if you can pronounce it, you don't know actually what the heck it means, then uh, probably best not to eat it. And the final thing that is my root 
food rule is does it rot back to vegetables uh foods things like that basically like don't eat a twinkie that doesn't rot um <laughs> but obviously even more things again even circling back to a potato it takes a potato a really really long time to rot the reason we think about does it rot is um you the bacteria in your stomach needs to be able to digest whatever you put in there and the faster it can digest it and turn it into energy you can burn that energy and do intelligent and fun and wonderful things with it or uh, you don't burn that energy and then it turns into a negative cycle. And we'll get into that in another podcast. But however, uh, the reason we want to make sure that it rots is so that we can quickly and easily burn it and turn it into active energy, uh, just as it would in nature if other bacteria were to get at it. And so things that don't rot easily are in general not great for us. And so even things like onions and garlic and stuff like that, we should be using in a little bit of moderation because it rots at a slower rate than fresher vegetables and fruits. So uh, things to consider when you're looking kind of even into the finer details of what kind of fruits and vegetables to choose. But let's get back to some things that's going to make your life super easy. One of the things I really love is the Bragg's line of products, both their um, apple cider vinegar, they have a soy sauce alternative and then something called 24 seasoning, which I really love. So those are all great things to pick up. They're going to be uh, good seasoning alternatives for you. Also, I haven't used it much yet, but I'm planning to, so you may want to grab it as well as the nutritional yeast from Bragg's or anywhere else. If you see it, you can grab it. So uh, the other thing I'm a super big fan of is the 90 second quinoa and rice packets. Take a look at, you know, think about your digestive system. I know that I digest white rice better than anything else. Some people digest brown rice better than anything else. Um, but look at some of those longer acting um, grains. Now, this can also go back to that raw question and how how quickly you want to drop weight if that's what you're doing or firm up or really get super lean. Um, if you think about this, you may want to stick with just quinoa or not even that because quinoa is great. It's a protein as well. Uh, so I really think it's a wonderful uh, option. However, once you get into brown rice, white rice, things like that, they uh, are more glutinous. They take a little bit longer for your system to digest and convert into energy. And so sometimes you're actually burning just as much energy to digest them as you are getting out of them. So um, you may want to consider cutting out to the rice altogether if you can. It is a good filler though. So if you're feeling like you're not getting enough with the soup and salad, even though the great thing about this is you want to eat and eat and eat and eat and eat until you're full, it's soup and salad. And so on the salad side of things, you're getting the fresh nutrients and vegetables and uh, fiber that your body needs. And then also the protein, you're welcome to add whatever kind of protein you feel comfortable with. And then on the soup side of thing, the thing I love about soup is that it really, the longer you cook vegetables and even your meat at a low temperature, it over time is releasing the nutrients and the flavors and all the goodness into the broth of the soup. And you're really getting like this power packed nutrient ready 
package for your body that's super easily digestible and just goes straight to your system and gives you the burst of energy that you need right then, but then also the longevity of the nutrients that, that you're really absorbing into your system. Um, and so that's why I really love this soup and salad uh, lifestyle plan. <laughs> I say lifestyle. This is like a super salad summer lifestyle because in winter you're definitely going to want to add some heavier things, but you could potentially go all summer long and I'm considering doing it. I'm just doing a summer salad and soup reset. So that's what I'm going to go for. Let's check it out. Next up on the list is lemon water. Lemon water is fantastic for your system. It really helps to alkalize your system and balance things out. It makes it easier to digest other nutrients and to just pass the waste through your body. So drink as much lemon water as you can. A good rule is drink some water right away when you get up in the morning. Make that the very first thing you do. Just get out of bed, go straight to the kitchen, get yourself a big glass of water, and especially warm lemon water is really fantastic, especially in the morning. That's a nice way to start the day. Drink a glass of water while you're making your meal or getting ready for your meal. So before you eat each meal, drink a glass of water and try and finish the glass of water like five to 10 minutes before the meal. That's going to be best. That gives your body a little bit of time to process it before you start putting food on top. Um, and then while you're eating, just sip on water. You don't want to be dilute, like adding a ton of, of liquid to your body while you're eating food, because you want the acids in your digestive system to actually come and digest the food. And the more water or liquid that you put into your system, the harder it is for your system to figure out exactly what kind of enzymes you need to be able to digest the things that you just ate. And so it's really important that you pay attention to when you're drinking water, drink it before your meal, wait a little bit, and then just sip on it if you need something during your meal. But try and drink water first thing when you get up, kind of in the day when you're not eating, and then at night right before you go to bed. So long as you don't have any um, night issues with going to the bathroom, then you may want to uh, eliminate that last one and build up the rest of the other time. Okay, here we go. Back to snacks, nuts and cucumbers. It's important for your body to know that it's going to get all the nutrients that it needs and that you're not gonna starve it. And so I, that's one thing that I dislike about, about a lot of diets or lifestyle systems is they're really essentially starving your body. This idea behind all of this is like, let's give you tons of the good stuff and a good and simple, easy way to present it that you can kind of easily alternate to have some uh, taste difference as well. So with that being said, when you are feeling like you need to snack, uh, snack on nuts and cucumbers on healthy things like um, fruits and fresh veggies with dip for snacks. Uh, try and avoid the things that are in packages. I know those like freeze-dried little strawberries and all that kind of stuff is so nice and easily packaged and easy to take to work. Well, so is a banana in a bag. Like, <laughs> do what's healthy for you. That stuff that comes in a bag and from the store and in a prepackaged is just 
all around it's not gonna be great for you so uh, back to the point here snack lightly though you really shouldn't need a lot of snacking if you're eating enough during your actual meals and again I really want to emphasize with this plan that you want to eat as much as you can eat a lot of salad take your time doing it you know, eat the salad, have conversations, sit there and wait a while, see if you want more salad. Give yourself that full half hour to an hour long over lunch to really enjoy your meal. And also think about meals and food as entertainment. You know, we are so accustomed in our society to looking to our meals as entertainment and how many different fats and flavors does it have and how full can I feel and how impressed am I and how beautiful is it and how big is the portion and all of these things. Meals are entertainment and if you think anything otherwise, you're absolutely fooling yourself because we can live on very, very little. We are entertained by all of the rest. And so look for ways to entertain yourself and the best way to entertain yourself during your meal is to really appreciate every aspect of it. Think about what it took to grow the lettuce for your salad. Think about what it took to grow the pepper. Be thankful for the farmer who grew that and watered it and picked it for you. Think about the person who drove it all along the way. Have a lot of mindfulness in your meal. Think about your wife who went to the grocery store and picked it up for you. Think about your, you know, your kids who are sitting there appreciating it with you. Spend time during your meals and look at it as an emotional nutrient as well as an entertainment value and a nutritional value because that's what meals should really be about. Again, we could live on next to nothing. We choose not to because we like to be entertained. So that being said, this packet that I am going to give to you, or you can pick up on your own once I show you the ingredients for it, is really great because it's a super easy way to keep track of what you're doing and keep a consistent, easy way to go about getting back in shape and feeling great all the time, no matter what level of health you're at right now. So here is a couple more little pointers. One, set your alarm morning and night and program it with a hypnosis in it. You can choose different ones. You don't have to listen to all mine. You could look out there and see if you find other ones that you like. You can listen to all mine. You can set mine up. You can listen to one over and over and over again if you want. You can listen to one one day and a different one the next day. You can switch them up and choose your favorite ones or which one you think you'll need based on what you're dealing with that day. But look through them. Do you need a confidence hypnosis? Do you need a weight loss hypnosis? Like, where are you? I'm giving you access to my full library right now. And so um, program your hypnosis sessions every single morning. Put it in your alarm uh, for in the morning and at night. And then all you have to do is put your headphones in. And it's fine if you're still like in, you're in the morning, plug your headphones in, roll over, go back to sleep. That's fine. And then wake up when you're ready to wake up. If it's at night and you're quite not quite ready for bed, that's fine too. Just put them in and finish getting ready for bed. Go brush your teeth, go do your stuff. You don't necessarily have to be lying down, but set the alarm because also that alarm is giving you the cue of like, all right, it's time to wake up and get your day started. And also, all right, it's time to wind down no matter where you're at and get ready for bed because sleep is also so, 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 so important to your health. It's important to 
to weight loss, it's important to feeling great in every single way. Having a regular sleep cycle where you're getting three hour cycles at a time is crazy important. And I say three hours cycles at a time, that tends to be most people's sleep cycle. So if you make wake up in the middle of one of those, sometimes it, it makes it a little bit of a tougher day. So it's better if you get three hour cycles at a time. Um, so sometimes six hours is actually better than seven or eight hours just because you don't get it interrupted in the middle of your cycle. So set that alarm morning and night so that you at least start getting in the habit and in the mode to either wake up or go to bed and listen to a hypnosis every single morning and night. Um, no matter which one it is, you can switch those up. Talk to your family and be the leader. I, my dear friend Eva, she... Oh, I love her so much. Her book is really wonderful. It's called The Goldilocks Principle. And if you have a chance, look it up. It's in German right now, but look up The Goldilocks Principle in general. It's actually, it's a real principle. <laughs> it's quite entertaining. Um, but her book is really fascinating and it talks about how you really have to be the leader first for yourself. And when you are the leader for yourself, then other people will start to follow. And I know when it comes to our family, we push so hard. We try so hard. We tell them we want to change. We want them to change. We want to feel better. We want them to feel better. We want to look healthier, be healthier, be happier. All of those things, we want them to feel the same. And we come up with a lot of objections from them and a lot of pushback from them. And it feels like an upward battle and struggle. And we just want them to be healthy because then it'll help us be healthy. And we're kind of, when we do that, looking for them to be the leader. We're looking for them to be the one that says, well, okay, I love you enough that I won't do this anymore so that you won't do this anymore. And as much as that would be wonderful, and if you have a partner and a family that does that right away and stands up and says, like, I can be a leader for you, then that's fantastic. And I think a lot of us are going to find in our lives that we really have to be the leader. We have to be the leader for ourselves. We have to love ourselves first. We have to want this for ourselves first. And when other people begin to see that we care about ourselves in such a way that we're full and we can then really truly care about other people because we're not stressed, we're not worried, we're not feeling gross because we're overweight or we're tired or we're worn out because we've truly taken care of ourselves. People are then drawn to that and then they want to change for the better. They see that you're being a leader and then they start to follow. And sometimes they might not acknowledge you for it. Sometimes it might be years from down the road when they finally come back and say, hey, you know, you made that change and I recognize now that it made me change too. It's not about that. It's about when you are the leader, you get to see your family and your friends start to change their lives. You get to come back a year or two from now and, you know, see that your brother-in-law or your sister-in-law is making healthy salads and soups for their family and like really putting an emphasis on being super healthy. And you know that, that you were the first one to be at family dinner and say, hey, you know what? Thanks for making all this really delicious food that I know is not great for me. I'm going to eat a really good salad and soup tonight and enjoy my time with you. So I get it. Sometimes that's hard. You're going to come up over this, whether you're doing it with me for one week or one month or the whole summer, uh, you're going to come into situations where you're with friends or family and you have to make a choice of, am I eating what they're eating or am I going to stick to my guns and order the soup and salad? or bring it with me or figure it out or wait and do it later or, you know, like 
plan accordingly, <laughs> right? Um, but on the good note, you do get one free day a week. So if you do come into one of those situations or you have one plan, that's fine. Plan your free day for it and work everything else around it. You can do that as well. So here we go. That's what I have to say about um, kind of how to manage this and, and what you're going to do. Here's the quick overview of the menu for our first week. Now, every breakfast, you are, can do a healthy shake of your choice. I don't care what kind of healthy shake as long as you've you know read all the ingredients and followed that rule of can you pronounce it and do you know what it is, then yes, have a healthy shake. Um, coffee or tea, it you can skip breakfast if you want to, or you can have a breakfast salad. A breakfast salad for me essentially is a whole bunch of mixed greens with like a veggie omelet on top and maybe a tiny bit of cheese and dressing. Um, and that's like a very decadent, beautiful breakfast that I love to have all the time. And um, if you feel like you need breakfast, you can do that. I often skip breakfast. I also like to kind of <laughs> skirt the line of the fasting views as well. And so I do think it, if you can, skipping a meal is okay. You don't need full three full huge meals every day if you don't feel hungry. That's the key here. I don't want you to ever get to the point where you feel so hungry that that's like where your mind is all the time and you can't think about anything else. If that's the case, like I said, go have a snack or go make yourself a salad or a soup or something um, and take care of yourself. This is not about starving yourself. This is about paying attention to your body, feeding your body good and healthy things, and really being mindful of your health and your relationship with food especially during this first week. And that's really what this is about, your relationship with food and with eating and changing that relationship so that it's a healthy one. And that's why this plan makes it so easy because we can all find soups and salads that we love. So that being said, I did put together a quick week overview for you. You're welcome to change any of these to something you like better. But here is my idea of a our first week for the summer salad and soup reset. Um, make an extra large salad at lunch and save extra to go with dinner. On Monday, you can eat leftovers and go grocery shopping and treat yourself to soup and salad takeout. So Monday's kind of a free day. Uh, try and be healthy because Sunday is your full free day where you can eat whatever the crap you want and I don't even care. Just pretend it didn't happen. Be good to yourself if you can, but uh, have fun if you want. Monday is the day that you're gonna, you know, you don't have to cook all day. You don't have to worry about that. You can eat out if you want to. Just make sure that it's soup and salad. And, you know, if you don't want to eat out, you can eat leftovers or you can make something. That's okay too. But Monday's kind of the, the semi-free day, but eat healthy. <laughs> Tuesday. Here we go. Taco Tuesday. Taco salad with tortilla chips for lunch. Uh, and then tortilla soup for dinner. And again, make that extra big salad so you can have some leftovers with your dinner as well. And then I just, again, emphasize, make a big pot of soup, make a big salad. Leftovers can be eaten on Monday or you can even with the soups, put them in a jar and freeze them, keep them for another time. So on Wednesday, 
Um, just another reminder, nuts, fruits, fresh veggies with dip for snacks. On Wednesday for lunch, we're going to do falafel or Greek salad. You can do a little bit of naan bread with it if you like. And then for din dinner, we're going to carry that over again and then also do a lentil soup for dinner and a nice big creamy lentil soup. I will have recipes posted for all of these eventually. However, you are an avid user of Google. I know it and I, I am confident that you can find a recipe for yourself for all of these. Um, on Thursday, we're looking at Caesar salad with garlic toast and for dinner, a minestrone soup. Friday, garden salad with little fried onion crisp on them, if you like that, and garden soup for dinner. This is Friday's a really good day. One thing I like with garden soup is you just take all of the leftover veggies, like everything you didn't use on the other days or everything left over from the other days, and you throw it in that soup pot with some avocado oil and a little bit of that Bragg seasoning mix and you, you know, just let it simmer a little bit and then add your bouillon in your water and you have a delicious garden soup. Super easy with all your leftovers. Uh, on Saturday uh, is really fun spring rolls and sushi for lunch. So a little bit of a treat for lunch and then Thai coconut soup for dinner. So that's what we're looking at. Remember, you can have chocolate, fruit, and nuts uh, for sweets at any time that you feel like you have a, a sweet tooth. You know, try and limit it to once a day if you can, but it's understandable. You can keep those on hand so that you have something when you crave it. Um, let's see. I am just going to do a quick overview for what I recommend for workouts. Um, super easy. I am not a workout queen. I, you know, to be honest, I vary my routine quite a bit. I'm a very avid outdoorsy person. And so I just run around and I do a lot of things outdoors. However, one of the best uh, regimens I've ever put myself on, I suppose we'll put it that way, is one where you earn your meal essentially and so before every meal you're going to do some type of activity which gets you moving warmed up uh, ready for the day so uh, with this quick fitness calendar I'll give you the links for these you're essentially your warm-up there's a little check mark here for warm-up strength cardio and cool down for every single day what you're going to do is your warm-up is considered your wake-up hypnosis audio so make sure that you set your alarm for that your strength is going to be 15 minutes of strength training before breakfast. This can be as simple as doing a plank, doing some push-ups, doing some sit-ups, lifting some weights, uh, doing some yoga for strength if you want. Do anything that is strength training, whatever your preference is, um, then do 15 minutes of that before breakfast. There is also a fitness tracker where you can keep track of that. Uh, and then before lunch, you're going to want to do 30 minutes of cardio. This can be walking, this could be jogging, this can be rollerblading, it could be playing basketball, it could be a whole myriad of things, go for a hike, uh, you know, anything that just gets your heart rate up a little bit, you want to do at least 30 minutes of that before lunch. 
And then your cool down is going to be your sleep hypnosis audio. So you have a checklist here for every single day. I love to see you check every single one of those check marks that make me super happy because then I know that you would be well on your way to achieving your goals and dreams. And if you miss a day or you miss one or two here, that's fine too. Uh, keep in mind, you get to choose the intensity every day. So if you want to go like all out crazy, you're burning it off, you're going to work as hard as you can, take every single one of these and take them to the max. And if you're already at a level where 30 minutes of cardio is nothing to you and like whatever, then okay, increase it how you feel comfortable. This is to get people started and get you back in a consistent schedule of taking care of yourself and putting yourself first, putting your health first and putting confidence in yourself that you can achieve this. You can have a lifelong health and wealth opportunity to just take care of yourself. And it's so important. It's important that you do it now. And I'm so thankful that you've come to me for this. I feel completely honored. And I'm thankful as well for the people who have taught me in my life, for the places I've learned these things, and for the very healthy and vibrant life that I lead and am blessed with. So thank you so, so much for tuning in today. I know that all of these things are going to uh, just really transform your life quickly. So I'm excited to see the results Keep me updated and stay tuned for more podcasts where I'll share some really cool stuff with you. So uh, there we go. I'm going to share the links below where you can order these fitness trackers and also see pictures of my notes. So if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. You can always book an appointment with me if you go to my calendar link at our website, Sancoris, S-A-N-C-O-R-I-S-S.com. You can book an appointment with me there. I do free 20-minute consultations, and I would love to hear your voice. So thanks for tuning in today. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Have a good one. Bye.